Hi everyone, and welcome to another episode of 40-ish. And we're already in it. <laughs> I couldn't even get to the intro. Oh, I couldn't even start it. God damn. <laughs> why, why do I hang with you guys? <laughs> hey, we had a good run of actually some very polite introductions, but... Um, yeah, that, it was a good run. <laughs> the whole topic was just shot to hell, so we might as well shut I'm, it off now because we're not friends anymore. I'm gonna go ahead and sip my beer while Lance is flying the double bird here. That's that's the only thing Jason has redeeming going on. Why don't you tell everybody what you're drinking, anyways? I am drinking a Detroit Proud Atwater Brewery Vanilla Java Porter. I would put this in the top five of my personal favorite beers of all time. It is a that's solid a, choice. I mean, I'll, a very I'll solid choice. Yeah. It's just yeah, I, so damn creamy. I just, um, I didn't realize that our shows had become BYOB. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, I noticed that I was pretty much the only one not drinking. I mean, that's the only, the only way drinking. we can deal with all of you guys. Right. Okay. <laughs> yeah, usually, I mean, Josh always had some kind of fancy drink. He had snacks, too. Yeah, he brought yeah. snacks. Lance is always drinking copious amounts of liquids, but he always, the rest of his life, drinks a lot of beer. So maybe Yeah, it's, that's beer. not, that's not, not yeah. true. And, and Moody skips back and forth between uh, an adult beverage and a very adult beverage. So Okay, because I have a very adult beverage. Uh, or no, I, I think we're out right now, but continue. Yeah, I'm actually, I, my adult beverage is already done because I spent the uh, evening, uh, I hung the TV on the wall ah. over the weekend. And so actually today I went back to Lowe's to grab all the little fancy things to hide all the cords mm-hmm. and then found a really smart way to set it up so i can actually mount the uh the center um surround sound speaker directly under the tv too nice did you get a sound bar no no i mean i I got my folks old bose um sound thing whatever they called it it. and it's uh nine years old and still going strong i'm debating a sound bar i don't know we got a new tv a month or so ago and it's okay but it's they fired down Yeah, and it's a big ass TV, so it fires down on the coffee table, so it gets some bounce. But I don't know; we'll figure it out. Oh yeah, there's one of the at uh, my father-in-law's condo that it just it blasts you. You have to be careful where you're sitting, or you'll probably lose eyebrows. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, well, gentlemen, we're joined tonight, uh, John and Lance, and welcome back to Andy. Thank and you. Tonight we are uh, episode thirty-two. Uh, we're titling this one "The Evolution of Friendship." So, warning to everybody: this might get deep, but we yeah. don't know. Bring your waiters. Bring your. It might get deep <laughs> at so many levels, right? Yeah, don't don't drop a wrench in it. Don't drop yeah. a wrench. Yeah. So, if you are, uh, that was a Vanita reference, if I've ever heard one. Uh, for those of you who are regular-ish listeners, hi, Mrs. Abear, uh, to the podcast, um, you know that we have all been friends since probably the late 80s ish give or take. early 90s yeah yeah uh, 1980 88 89 yeah that's what i'm thinking like seventh eighth grade there so uh john came later because he's the young buck um, hey good things come to those who wait so still sharing. waiting yeah um, so, I mean, we're all 40-ish, therefore we've had some long time to have our friendships, and they, they've all kind of ebbed and flowed. So uh, we, we've kind of talked about this before, but we weren't all friends at the same time until late in high school. Right. So right. I'm going to start with uh, a real oddball question. 
and that is to think of yourself in that middle school, high school realm that we once all lived. And if you can derive like the number one quality that you either remember or that looking back, you can apply to yourself that you looked for in someone you deemed a friend. Um, That's tough, dude. It, it wow. Is, yeah. So I, I mean, because good yeah, joke collection. It, yeah, <laughs> I mean, we all did have that. So, I mean, I guess that's a solid choice, really. But, I mean, especially for my thing, because you and I have talked about this before, Jay, is that I was a very different person back in high school. I was very much, I mean, I guess I'm a little bit still introverted now, but it was it was much more like way more just into my own thing back then. So it's not like I ever really actively looked for friends. And I think the reason that we got we just hung out together well was we had enough stuff together and you were outgoing enough that you wouldn't let me just kind of, you know, I guess rescind into that little, um, shell, right. I guess kind of deal. I think that's fair. So I think it would be more of opportunity at that point. So the opportunity to take a friendship that made sense without a lot of extra work yeah right. yeah i dig that how about you lance um <clears throat> i would say just i mean because you know conrad and i were friends you know back when i was in you know grade school i mean and him and i have known each other since we Did were he five have a beard back then too <clears throat> not yet no he, he didn't he didn't grow a beard until he had his jaw wired shut that's uh oh, that's when that's he started right. growing oh, that's true yeah, yeah, yeah i remember so, that him and yeah, so had, yeah so but um no I, I i don't know if i was looking for anything in particular i was just you know i was like john i was very introverted um very much different than i am now i mean a lot more confident now and you know, and uh, being in theater that I've you know been in, I've you know was always in the background. But it was I, I've got that actor mentality, meaning you know I, I feel comfortable in front of people. <clears throat> and I because I was actually I did a uh, Toastmaster speech tonight. But um, so I, d having I didn't really look for anything in particular. I just looked for people that you know accepted me, and you know you you guys did, and um, and so that I mean that was. You know, I was just looking for somebody that was willing to spend time with me. So, as long as the checks keep clearing, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. straight up. How about uh, how about you, Tucker? Uh, that's a <clears throat> interesting one because uh, looking back on it, Lance of this group was the first one that I met uh, when I I because I moved to the middle school in when well, yeah, seventh grade anyway, and I'm trying to remember. <laughs> Lance were, because we were in those blocks, and I'm trying to remember if we were even in the same blocks or how we started to, uh, or what we even bonded over in the first place. And it might have been movies right off the bat. <clears throat> um, and Jay, I think it was another story, it was, it was a year later, and uh, we had a gym class. Um, so I think it was the, the environment that we were placed in, and finding commonalities from that environment if that makes any sense so i i don't know if there's anything specific you know we were same age so we had the same interest the, the gi joe collections and nintendo at the time uh, transformers so yeah, exactly 
whatever that common bond was. And, and that was the, the kickoff, I think, at that point anyway. But I can't, I can't figure, a, uh, couldn't point to a specific quality anyway. I also am not 100% sure how to answer my own question because, uh, and I'm sure this will come up later in the in the conversation, um, I don't know if I was looking for a group of people that I meshed with, if I was looking for a group of people that shared common interests. I don't know if I was looking for a group of people that... Um, let me have my say. I don't. I don't know what it was. I mean, it's it's really, it's maddening and both mind expanding to listen to both John and Lance say they're not the same people they were. I mean, obviously, we hopefully we've all grown and changed a bit. But right. I, I fear that I am the same person that I was, but I don't know that. So this may be a therapy session for me, much more, much more than anything else. So I'll I'll put that out there and be very clear. Just um, so you know, my rates are not they're not affordable. <laughs> you bill like an attorney, right? I pay in tall brown bottles. That's uh, all right <laughs> and negotiated. Um, yeah. So you drive a hard bargain. Let's say that. John fell over easy. <laughs> so now, now I'm like, gonna oh, I'm gonna turn Achilles it all heel. on their heads, right? I'm going to turn this whole thing back around and and be selfish because I don't get to do that that much on the podcast. I, I facilitate. Wait, what? I ask I mean... questions. Um, I'd love to know if you were to look at someone else in this podcast <clears throat> and you had to apply a characteristic that that person was looking for in a friend at <clears throat> that time, where would you, where would you, what would you say? Um, and, and the, the, the place this question's coming from is we all had unspoken roles in our group of friends. Whether, whether we realized it then or now, we all had a responsibility to do something or else the friends group didn't continue. Like there wasn't a whole hell of a lot of pairing off, right? Like if we no, all, it's the A team, right? If and we I, all I figured out, this one out too. I, mean, I know our roles. Lance wasn't going to call me up and say, "Hey, you want to hang out?" Without checking with everybody else. Nope. I, I wasn't going to call up Andy unless unless it was like to play tennis or something. That yeah, Jason exactly. wasn't going to call me unless he was well prepared to come and pick me up because <laughs> I did not. Have a <laughs> and, yet, and yet, you and I were probably live closest. We right? did. We yeah. did we lived on the same part of town, yeah. and then Andy and Jason lived yeah, on the other you, side. You were guys. You were the um, south of They were the north. They were the north side. Yeah. The no- yeah. Oh, you're right. We were the, yeah, north, yeah. We were the north side. None of us know our cardinal directions. <laughs> yes. We're in a lot. Of I used to. Jesus. Christ. I used to. I can tell you exactly where you was. Where where you was. Where I was. Where now. where you done be? Where you was? Um, where you at? All right, Tucker, you're on the spot. You stated the A team, and you knew the roles. And oh yeah, I know the roles. So, <clears throat> okay. And there was so, more people to the group, right? So the group also included people you've heard from before: uh, Andrew mm-hmm. Burrow, Matt Conrad. Uh, you may have heard of the mystical people that have not been on the podcast, but go with what you got, Tucker. Okay, so if you're ready for this one, because I have spare time and I think about it, Jason's our Hannibal. Well, yeah, Jason the Alpha, and Ooh. because he Hannibal. 
Why? May 18th. Okay. So why? Because I'm question it right away. If if anybody was coming up with a plan, it was you. Uh, no <laughs> ifs, ands, or buts. Really, dude. <laughs> for those those of us listening at home that can't see, Jay just has a uh, a cigar type shaped uh, implement that he's no, no, trying no. to pull off the best George Bapard, but it's not really flying anyway. But Jason yeah, just always loved it when a plan came together. Jay, exactly. Jay was putting a plan together, and um, we weren't going to necessarily blow stuff up, but it could have been simple, and he was going to. Uh, arrange some wheels even though let's see you got you would have been third in line to get your light to be able to drive anyway right yeah i'm definitely okay. young still yeah uh Lan- <clears throat> yeah lance is our murdoch because he's crazy if sandra yeah lance I, is I, crazy. I wasn't i wasn't that crazy back then but well, you were the only yeah. one of out of all of us who had a full tactical ninja suit. <laughs> full. Yeah. Full. Jason and I talked True. about yeah. this over the weekend, too. So. <laughs> yeah. And uh, John is B.A. Baracus. <laughs> John has the attitude. And it, I think maybe Surly as opposed to B.A., but, you know, he's got. Hey. Don't cross him. Don't cross John on a bad day. John, can we get a I pity the fool? Yeah. It, no. it doesn't even have no. to be. Yeah, exactly. Right. It doesn't have to. You can't, just, you can't just quest that. It has no. to be earned. Exactly. Something more organic. Yeah. yeah. And then on face. Yeah. Well, because you yeah. are the pretty one. Well, it's <clears throat> neither here nor there. I'm trying to think the other contributions he made, but uh, he went along with the plan. And he uh, picked up the women. No. <laughs> Well, yeah, because that's what you could get away with in 80s TV, not real life. That's, <laughs> but that, you know that for the four of us that are on this on this show t- right now, that those are the uh, R18 roles. Nice. Did yeah. People switch roles. What like when it when it was deemed necessary, or were those kind of locked in? Mm. Depending on who we were with at any given time including the extended. Um, I could see, I got to think about this for a second. I could see Conrad taking on the Hannibal role from time to time because he logistically, he was sound. He would have stuff done and ready to go. Mm -hmm. Uh, And uh, let's see, I'm trying to think who else would have been interchangeable. Uh, That's to some extent, there was probably a change, but in my mind, that's who I see fitting those roles anyway. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fair. So, um, we had roles. We carried them out to the best of our abilities. They were understood. Like, no one... There wasn't a lot of questioning. I mean, we had silly... We had right. stuff that you've all heard about. We've had the 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 infamous IBC posse, the, the drinking of the root beer, the, the primary Making hangout... Making of the Kool-Aid. Uh, Black, yeah. the, black <laughs> the creation car. of the Kool-Aid. The, I mean, we had the the, un- the official, unofficial hangout of, of Lance's mom's basement. Mm-hmm. Um, none of our parents worried about where we are. Most of the time, they didn't worry about what we were doing. Um, right. At yeah. some point, friendships change. So, th- so we were talking about being <laughs> friends early on. Um, another person who's been on this podcast uh, a few times, Josh Holmberg, he and I were probably pretty inseparable up until something changed 
Mm-hmm. And I and I and I that's going to be another theme of, of the episode tonight is something changed. And I don't know if it was we both discovered other people come, say, mid eighth grade year, because I mean, I still hung out with him a little bit. Uh, a lot of it was Lance was definitely uh, banned and OM and stuff mm-hmm. that we that we all kind of gathered around. But come freshman year of high school, I probably I mean I can almost pinpoint when it happened. I think it was after marching season, so after the football season in the fall, I paired away from him and that group, mm-hmm. and we're kind of full time committed to. At the time, it was it was Lance, it was Tucker, it was Eric Falker who's been on the episode. Mm-hmm. And Burrow as the, as the two newcomers. Um, so I'm trying to figure out what changed. Now, you guys, like Lance talked about being friends with, with Conrad for a long time. Tucker came in pretty new but had connected with Lance as well, I believe. Um, yeah. What, what changed? What, what kinds of things? Because this is something I'm starting to notice even with my, my oldest as he's going into his eighth grade year. What changes in your life that dictates that either it's time to move on you've discovered new people you can't maintain all the friendships is it just based on interest or is it something else because john i don't know your friend group when we met up with you in my opinion and based on what i know was largely based in the orchestral music community at Waverly. Right. There wasn't a lot of other groups that I was aware of that you hung with, yet we were able to peel you away a little bit from that. Yeah. You didn't think you hang out with musicians? Cherish the thought. Well, I mean, you still would hang with uh, Lee, but even Lee was assimilated. Oh, yeah. Like So Mm. so what changed that allowed you or that you noticed friends and and i want everybody to chime in on this like how did you guys peel away from those older groups to either form this new group and still hold on to the old ones or was it a complete separation i I would just love to hear what people are thinking because i'm not 100 percent sure what i'm saying i mean the the weird thing is i think back then too is it was no one ever thought about when you got new friends then you just grew apart from each other you just you always figured it was something, you know, and, and some of it could honestly just be the fact that just, you know, you just kind of stopped calling each other and you just stopped doing stuff. And especially with, uh, with like a school year, if you don't see each other for a whole summer, that can change a whole lot there, that too, because you're doing a whole lot that way. Okay. And I mean, and you know, you, you may be best friends in June, you come back in September and you're just like, oh, hey, how's it going? kind of thing right i mean i don't think i don't think any of us really thought about it and there was an intent right probably it it wasn't one of those things if we had a big falling out and you know now we're not talking because those are the things you still you can remember yeah you know it's like we were best friends until this happened and then now no screw that guy i'm going home well, it's, it's funny you say that, John, because I was just talking to my mom earlier, you know, just a few minutes before I uh, got on this. Not to interject, but how is she? <laughs> she's doing good. She's been okay. uh, she's been hitting us up on uh, Facebook Messenger. We we yeah. have to find a time. I, I see that. Yeah. We yeah, got to find she, a time uh, when we all can get she, up and, and do she it said live. that, but, <laughs> so, um, but no, she was talking earlier about, and this is something I've, you know, I've felt too, that, you know, she's like, it. it's so nice to listen to you guys talk because, I mean, the... The fact that you guys are still friends and can still talk after you know twenty some odd years, um, 
Yeah. Right. I mean, it's 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 common. No, right. it's not. And she said it's you know it's a very it's it's a very humbling you know humbling thing to be part of that. I mean, because she I mean she is a, she is a part of that, and um, so she she said that it's just really nice to to have us talking and you know, just have organic conversations about stuff and you know, you know how after all these years you know, we could still do this and and so when you when you talk about you know you know, t- changing friendships or whatever and. You know, it's, it's it's hard because I I haven't myself had many other friend groups that I've been a part of, and um, and to say that you all, you know, and, and um, Burrow and Matt and um, Eric, you know, one out one year I was you know friends with him, but I mean to be able to sit there and say that I could, you know, if we all were in the same room together, we'd have a freaking ball, and to be able to say that after twenty years is you know, it says a lot about what we've done and, you know, what we've done through this podcast, especially. Mm-hmm. And it was just, it's, it's just a fantastic thing. So, and that's not to say, like I said, we haven't had our hiccups, right? Right. Right. There's oh, yeah. hiccups. So I was thinking a lot about this and I was actually both looking forward to and fearful of this episode because I knew it could be pretty good. So I started thinking about the four of us figuring mm-hmm. we'd be on the podcast. And I think. John and I had a bit of a hiccup when he left Lansing to go to Western, but it wasn't any kind of uh, mean spirited. Just John had found a whole new world, and I, I remember vividly that I think John was one of the first of all of us to get a cell phone, and I memorized it was a big one too. You no, know, I <laughs> I memorized that number, and I won't rattle it off here, but I memorized. I mean, you can. I don't have it anymore, so. so somebody will call it. Somebody, yeah, eight six seven five three zero nine, right? I was about to say the same thing. <laughs> that was back in the day too, and it was a six one six area code. Ooh. Right. No, I I think the number I'm thinking is the one you still have. Oh. Let me look. Yeah, same one. Um. I was just about to ring it because I'm that guy. Um, but uh, it never, there was never a, a hiccup to the point of <clears throat> negativity. It was just, it was just right. a change. Like we reconnected shortly after um, with Burrow. There's been years of gaps. Yeah. And, and I figured as long as I still get the Christmas card and the yeah. note, I'm okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So, before I get into, because there was a large gap with Lance, and I want to figure out when and why. There was a gap with Tucker, mm-hmm. and mm. when and why. But I know the main consideration that we all have when there's some sort of hiccup is typically, typically, when one of us begins to date somebody. Right. There's that 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 six-month hands-off silence mode where you're trying to figure stuff out. And unless you know stuff's going well and you introduce and get the uh, the, the group approval, mm-hmm. um, that that tends to be something. Or a major like family event occurs or right. si- significant job change. So, um, John, do you remember the same gap I'm remembering or is this be- half a I was actually going to go an earlier gap What's because that? I remember some of it. I would say when you originally went to California. Yeah, that was a weird year. Mm-hmm. And that was a weird one. And, and, I mean, that was really strictly, 
Like if we would have stuck, you know, and I, it, I do remember talking to my mom about it being like, um, if you and I stopped talking, it was just kind of one of those, well, it would suck. But I mean, you're, you're across the nation. And mm-hmm. for those people that don't remember this, there was a time before the internet right. when if you wanted to talk to somebody over, then you had to do, you had to get on this thing called a phone and you had to pay this thing called long distance charges. Wait, what? Yeah. And they God, were what is that? Man. And uh, I I only know this because that was at a time too, and I was dating a girl that was only a half hour away, but it was long distance, and I was only given ten dollars a month in uh, in a budget yeah. for long distance <laughs> calls and anything over that I had to pay. But um, I mean, there was that, and then you also, if you wanted to uh, send somebody a mail, it was not electronic mail; it was. It was what we call now snail mail. Like you had to, you, you had to sit down and write somebody a letter. Preach. And I mean, right. And I mean, you and I hit that pretty good. But I mean, it has most of that stuff, you know, as, as you're out there longer, it kind of wanes a little bit, you know, because you're like, oh yeah, I've been sitting on that for a week. Oh, I got to get down to that. And I mean, that stuff just happens. I mean, mm-hmm. not, it's not as much now. But I mean, there it was that point in time in in California. I honestly figured I was like, well, you know. If it would suck, you know, but hey. For the record, I was in California from January 1996 to like June ish 1996, and it was the longest six months of my life. Yep. So, um, yeah, I, I guess. And you know what's funny is while I was in California, was I trying to establish a new life? Yeah. Was there a girl involved? Yeah. And she was yeah. back in Lansing. So. Um, right. Yeah. Oh God, I remember that too. Yeah. But straightened it all out when I came back. It was quick and easy yeah. and done. Um, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> surgical, just cut it and go. Right. Um, that being said, um, there um the other gap that I remember, and it, I thought I thought it was just me, uh, was with with you with Lance, you and I. I don't know if it was all of us. And I was trying to figure out when it happened. And I'm trying. I'm trying to understand it too, because I mean, I don't remember. So we had <clears throat> we celebrated uh, at Lance's house for the the turn of the millennium uh, mm-hmm. New Year's Eve party. Right. Oh, okay. Yep. That was a good party too. Okay. So and okay. Then, so I was I was already married. All right. Yeah. Oh yeah. No. No. You were you were okay. married. Um. And then you took a job at Gray Bar later yeah. that spring. And from that moment until I left, because I ended up working for Graybar, uh, I left to go get married and go to school. It was about a three-year weirdness, and I never figured out why. And it's long gone. It's it's out of my system. It's totally not there anymore. I, so I bring it up to, on a podcast. That's right. Really no, well, that's that's why. Because <laughs> I, I want to you know. know. I, because I, if I it happened and it's on me, memories. It's well, repressed yeah. memories. That's, no, I, that's why I want well, to bring it up. Well, he did say it was therapy. If yeah, so, true. If it's something Actually, I, I did, or I was thinking about this. I I wonder if some of this really comes down to that thing of being friends outside of work, and then suddenly working together and having one person in a senior management role because. There's a, there, there's a, it's, yeah, I mean, you know, to, to quote George from uh, Seinfeld, you know, worlds are colliding at mm-hmm. that point. 
you know, and a lot of people have a very hard time with that kind of thing. Like, um, you know, it's, it, I talk to my dad a lot about this because I, I tell him, I was like, the higher up I get when I'm working with GHS, I was like, the less I want to actually deal with my friends during work because of that kind of thing. It's just because sure. I know what I want. I know how exacting my standards are. And I mean, I'll be, I'll be honest, I'm a prick when it comes to some of this stuff because it's got to be right. Yeah. Um, that never and, shines through on Twitter, John. Just never. Because <laughs> never. I don't do Twitter, dude. You should you should see some of my Facebook messages to people who just immediately ask me for, can I have free strings? And it's just like cracking the knuckles. A bit and, and then that usually re, re, um, results in Alex sending me a text saying, you know, maybe you should have worded that better. I'm, I'm like, going <laughs> to kick you in the nuts. I'm like, well, I'd say, yeah, because yeah, I think what, you know, I agree with John, too, because, I mean, because I've worked with, I've worked with Jason, I've worked with, um, Jiffy. Yeah, Jiffy. I've worked with, you know, Jiffy. Brian even, and, you know, Jason and I and Brian all worked together before. And, <clears throat> um, so yeah, it's, it, it's a different thing, but it's also, I mean, life is so much different than high school. I mean, because yeah, when, you, when, you're, when you're in high school, I mean, it's a totally different kind of dynamic. And then, when you get into the real world, I mean, obviously, you know, we, we all, we were all, I mean, for four, five, six years, we were all in the same building together every day. And it's like, you know, as soon as Most we graduated, graduated in four, just putting it out there. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Um, but you know, a lot of guys go to high school for seven after, years. <laughs> they're called doctors. Well, yeah. I, after, uh, after we all graduated, we kind of went, I mean, uh, our, our different, um, you know, paths went you know different directions and so it you know we we all went uh, you know kind of went our separate ways but that's again going back to the the bond that we did create i mean obviously it was a strong enough bond to you know to keep those you know to keep those distances at bay i mean granted you know we've had times where we've you know we haven't talked i mean i haven't i mean i've talked to burrow i mean probably three times in the past couple years and so um but it's like again if we if we were all in the same room together, you know, for a week, you know, we'd do some oh, damage. I'd be fucking sick of all of you. So, I was like, we, we'd be doing some serious damage. And, um, but, you know, so that, that says a lot to, you know, to what we do and how we've done it. But, I mean, the dynamic in high school is completely different than the dynamic in the real world. So, and maybe that was some of it too, is being like, um, of trying to navigate that that yeah. friendship mm -hmm. of high school and then okay now we're in in the real world and oh you know somebody's bringing their shit to work with them which yeah if, everybody says don't bring your stuff to work but let's be honest the, the, who doesn't right yeah it's just yeah you just gotta you just gotta still take care of it but it's yeah. it's that kind of thing is mm -hmm. is dealing with like life things instead of just when back in the day you know my worst thing was Oh crap! I'm a couple bucks short, so I can't get those Chuck Taylors that I really, really wanted. Yeah. And now, you know, and then there was a time that came like, oh crap! I'm a couple bucks short of making rent. Yeah. <laughs> Suddenly, things seem a lot different. Right. Perspective. Yep. Yeah. True. Jason, you look like was, <laughs> you look like a. Uh... I just yeah no I get it I mean I think one of you I think. Lance had mentioned a few episodes back that high school was pretty much like an incubator, right? I mean, you were, mm -hmm. that was the in and out the entirety of your life. Um, and, uh, yeah, because I mean, yeah, I can see that. 
I can see the need for separation. I know at the time I was working um, at least two jobs. I think I right. was doing uh, the Channel 53 and because I would work Gray Bar all day and then go work for four or five hours that night over at the, the TV station. So maybe I was just burnt out on both ends. I don't know. Um, but there there is a theme to that, too. Man, this is becoming about me, and I really wasn't really planning on it becoming about me. You said it. You wanted to be selfish. Yeah. Well, therapy. therapy away. So, and I've yeah. had this conversation with all of you guys individually, and I've had it collectively about trying to hold on to that, not necessarily the dynamic, but the friendships from back in the day from back right. in high school and mm-hmm. to some extent it it's successful all of them or just it just ours our our group okay um, that that's why the podcast has been so amazing for me and irritating when we can't all you know can't all do it i'm like no this is important i'm like well, no yeah. you know what some other shit sometimes comes up so um tucker our hiccup or the hiccup i perceived I'm trying to remember when it, it was. So for those who don't know, Andy um, graduated from a, a, a fine university in East Lansing, Michigan. Rhymes, oh, rhymes with Michigan State University. Um, You're not really good at that. No. Yeah. No. Uh, and also then was a officer in the United States Air Force. And mm. there was a time, and I don't, I think it was leading up to this or afterwards, uh, he was stationed on Diego Garcia, which if you don't know where it is, it's in the BFE of BFE in the middle of the Indian yeah. Ocean. Some maps have it, some don't. Um, I'm looking at oh, it. Oh, nice. I'm looking at it right now. Um, yeah. And we actually had a phone conversation. You called me from Diego Garcia to my desk at Graybar, uh, letting me know at the time that you were able to come back for my wedding, which would have been mm-hmm. uh, 2003. Yeah. Um, then there was a giant hiccup after the wedding. And I don't know if it's just my perception because I was all in on this new life and starting school and stuff, but maybe there wasn't one and I'm just perceiving one. Um, trying to think, I'm guessing there's an outside influence and you were addicted for, to red vines licorice for a long time. Well, you know, it, it was a dark time. I don't really want to talk about that one too much. Um, <laughs> yeah, it, it's an it's an outside influence, I think, uh, that the, the still has to be reconciled, I think, just because I think a lot of people from the outside in would find this friendship is intimidating for an outsider. You know, when you're talking about the kind of history we have, and I'm, I'm not going to say it's bulletproof because nothing ever happened but uh, like that, but yeah. for somebody to come in, uh, uh, an outsider to try to replicate this, it's not going to happen. Uh, you know, we, we have, it's not just getting together for a good laugh. There's legitimate emotional support that you can turn to any one of us in this group, even, you know, the, we don't have the opportunity to talk to Andrew as frequently, but uh, you know it'd be right there if you needed it. Mm. Uh, there's not a lot of other relationships in this world that are gonna have that, so I think there is uh, some some outside some intimidation. So going back to that one, I think it was um, 
I think it's still kind of uh, maybe somebody who has some disdain for trying to hold on to the past too much, but it's not the same as living in the past. Uh, you know, it, this the dynamic has shifted because we're 40-ish now. Right. But it's not, it's not just because we've moved out of one high school building to different states. It's, uh, you know, we're all adults, and even though the timing is different and the conversation is different, it still happens, and it's, I know we said it before on the shows, when we get back together in one room, it's like no time has passed at all. Mm. So, it, yeah, to go back to the initial question, I think it's an outside influence uh, that still probably needs some uh, reconciliation from my end anyway. Well, speaking of all in the same room, Lance, are you making it back around the holidays or any time this year or maybe in the springtime? I and mean, we need to, we already have the invite to be in uh, Mrs. Zabar's basement. We already got. Okay, yeah, and I've got. I, I was. We're gonna bring sharpies. To I'm going down to. And I was wanting to talk to you about this, you know, uh, Jason, you know, specifically. But um, now my my sister and brother-in-law bought my niece a trip to uh, Walt Disney World for her birthday. Mm, nice. And, um, and mm. they're they're going down to Disney World the two weeks before Thanksgiving, and so um, I am actually going to be going down there for a week, um, spending Good. a week down there. So. That'll be my last. That'll be my last trip of the year. So you, you know you're gonna say it's Disney. Shut up, and and they're yeah. gonna kick you out. Yeah, that's <laughs> it, going to happen. Yeah. I I will call ahead and let them yeah. know that this is going to happen. So, but uh, so that that'll be my my last trip this year. So um, possibly next spring. Um, definitely won't be coming up in the winter time. But shit, you mean we gotta keep this podcast going till spring? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> God. Well, Were you going to do a series finale like that, a live one from from yeah. Bear's basement? basement? No, we'd have to do it live video. We'd have to stream it on YouTube. There but, you go. Uh, no, I, um, and I, I still, you know, I mentioned it a few podcasts ago too, but uh, I still would love to be able to rent a beach house down here in North Carolina and for a week and just have you any any one of you guys be able to come down and you know spend whatever time you can down here. I'll yeah. bring my speedo. Yeah, uh, or you can leave uh, it at home. I'm not coming out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. more for me then. <laughs> God, more so, speedo yeah, so. for you? That's disturbing. Yeah, more speedo. Yeah, pardon me while I throw up a little bit. <laughs> I'm gonna throw up a lot. <laughs> Damn. Damn. I think that'd be fun. We have to yeah. avoid avoid uh, hurricane season and all. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I think we can totally do that. If I, you know, if we plan out, you know, far enough in advance, you know, because, you know, like I said, because I could probably find it, I could probably get a pretty good deal on a, um, on a beach house, but, um, it would just, because like I said, it would just, I mean, I think we, if we all get together in the same room, I mean, that's why this podcast is so good because we can talk every, pretty much every week and, you know, kind of catch up and, you know, learn more about each other. Like my mom was saying I mean, she's like, you know, I learned so much about you kids that I didn't know. And so it's um kids yeah kids She's like, I, I learned I that john swears every I, other I, word i, I don't i don't have any she learns i don't have any hair with pigment left on me so yeah i don't think kids so much anymore I, i've said that before friend andy but heavy is the mantle of the silver fox <laughs> that's um those are kind words john <laughs> however you're, you're fucking <laughs> old 
<laughs> straight up, y'all. Straight up. Hey, I'm the oldest one here, so shut the hell up. Yeah, yes, but, but you have, your hair you have is hair. intact. <laughs> right. I mean, you've got act- 20-year-old hair. <laughs> well, you had, you had gray well, hair. Well, you've got a buzz hair. cut. We don't really know if it's 20-year-old <laughs> or not. <laughs> not, not, uh, I guess not gray hair in my, like my goatee here, so. Okay, thank so, God you said goatee. It paused for a second. I know what that was about. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Uh. I got some gray hair in my beard. Wow. This <laughs> is like a... <laughs> I was concerned, too. <laughs> I was really, really thinking I was a spit up Same. the spine. Oh, that, that, just or, took a, that just took a weird turn. Gross. So, you guys are gross. Well, so we've talked about the uh the idea of friendships outside of this crew because we all have them thank mm-hmm. god or yeah. else uh, we we really wear each other out i mean john and i live two and a half miles three miles away from each other and if that yeah i mean other than casual twitter banter we probably talk on the phone every couple weeks it used to be when i would travel right. up for work or he yeah would. i mean it was different when like when i was driving to work and you were driving to work every day we'd always hit up yeah. In the morning, just because that made the commute better. Yeah. Sure. But, you know, obviously that, that changes as well. So Andy is few and far between. Lance is few and far between. Conrad, over the last couple of years, I've seen him in person, unfortunately, unfortunately, at his father's uh, services. Oh, um, yeah. Uh, Burrow on the podcast. Last, I the, shit. I last mean, time I saw Burrow in person was when I think – we were pregnant with Astrid. So it's been a good so time. So that's like over years. seven years ago. I mean, yeah. and I yeah. saw John and Tucker together when they were at uh, One Well here two, One well. Yeah. two years 16. ago. That's yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, that being, so that being said, I have other friends, but they are, as you guys mentioned, friends. I mean, they're friends, straight up friends, but they end up being friends yep. of convenience. They're parents of friends of our kids. Uh, we're neighbors. Right. I, it's not like I'm not in a position like like Lance's where he can go out and have a couple of extracurricular activities that create a secondary group of like-minded individuals that actually end up being fun to hang out with. Or um, John, by proxy of your work, you have uh, other like-minded individuals that happen to be musicians where you probably don't hang all the time, but you could roll with a new group on the regular if you wanted to right and i mean then, yeah i mean that and that's the weird thing too is like most of my friendships have almost been cultivated online yeah and then are just sure. then taken live oh, as you know as IRL. the opportunity presents itself and tucker your your crew is extensions of where you live right i mean um not so much out here just because uh, some have been co-workers that are, are fun to hang with, but not necessarily in the immediate area, uh, just because I'm not really... The, some of the people I'm surrounded with are just not who I would want to spend time with uh, <laughs> when I'm not forced to. How about that? And hopefully they're not listening. Yeah, my... Exactly. Right. my um, no, they're like, no, who is I, that? My, my level of curmudgeon... Uh, is getting higher and higher as I get older. Based on expectations or based on what? Uh, the fact that I'm recognizing more and more what 
uh, who I want to spend time with versus uh, the just an opportunity to meet up with people that might be in the same place at the same time, if that makes any sense. Sure. So, so social experiment time, right? Um, I know, I think I know the answer to this question for all of you guys, but I'd like to hear it from your own mouths so I can be proven wrong in my own mind. Uh, you are told at 5.01 tomorrow that uh, your presence is required at a social gathering with a group of people you've never met, with a situation you've never been to. Do you flourish or flounder if you're tasked with being there a couple hours? Uh, there's going to be beverages, preferably ones that you enjoy, uh, but you're expected to converse. Are you going to survive that situation and have something meaningful out of it? Or are you just going to uh, wallow away, hide in the corner, or find a quick way out the door? Well, if we're we're actually talking tomorrow, I would turn it down because I have a gig. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> Hypothetically, your gig was already canceled. <laughs> it, it, it better not be <laughs> it's a well-paying one um no i would you know especially now i would do my best to make the most of it to have a good time and even though if it's one of those that i'm like yeah crap i mean I, i'm still not real keen on walking into new situations where i know nobody i'm with john on that one but um unlike myself a couple years ago even back to the high schooler one if you know, I'll go back. Just you know, I'll I'll do what I can so I could walk out of that. Being you know what it it wasn't what I you know what I wanted to do, but you know what I had a great time. Yeah, and, I kind of it um, for me. It's going to be either one extreme or the other. I will walk in and I'm just a game show host. I work in the room, shaking hands, horrible jokes, or I will just find my beverage and then maybe wait for an opportunity. If somebody says something that I can contribute to, uh, you know, simple stuff, sports, weather, things like that, or, uh, or I will find out if they have a dog and yeah. uh, talk to the dog. Not a, not a whole lot of middle ground. Yeah. I, I, I would say, I mean, if I was, if I was to say, if you were to ask me that back in high school, I would say absolutely not. I mean, I'd, I'd you know, probably throw up, you know, with, uh, putting myself in a situation like that um however i mean now i would definitely flourish i mean it was um you know being a part of toastmasters i mean that you learn how to socially interact like that i mean it's that's one of the that's one of the key you know the key takeaways from you know being a toastmasters i mean you, you learn how to socially interact you learn how to step out um, step up. I mean, like I said, you know, being from a theatrical background, I, I I can be comfortable in front of strangers, and you know, I, you you guys remember that show that I did up in Lansing when I was up there? Uh, it's called Putting on the Ritz, or the, mm-hmm. it, was just, it was just the Ritz, and um, I was I was supposed to be I was supposed to be doing the um, the uh, props for it, in which I I still did, but the act the director wanted me in it too, and it was it was about a um, it was about a bathhouse. Oh, in Okemos or Hazlitt? No, it was a, it was at Riverwalk, but it um, okay. It was hmm. a, uh, I was I was in my underwear for the entire show, so. Um, oh, that's fantastic! Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, okay. Um, no. Jesus. <laughs> but anyways, <laughs> so it. But no, I mean, so like now nowadays, uh, I would, 
definitely flourish. I mean, it would it would take me it would take me a few minutes just to get kind of acclimated to the room and you know kind of tipsy. No, kind of kind of look look over the room to see. You know, not that I you know not that I need somebody to you know point me in the right direction, but um, you know I. I think I've been a pretty good judge of character, or not character, but just kind of judge of people saying, yeah, I think I could probably get along with these people. I don't know what they're talking about, but I just, you know, kind of, you know, get in there and, um, you know, introduce myself and stuff. So I, I would probably flourish in, in that situation now, nowadays. But what about you, Jason? Yeah, Jay. I think uh, I have to say now and in the past, I probably would have been all right. Um, I have to do it a lot. When I travel sure. for work now, right? Um, I have to not. So the the, the disadvantage slash advantage is when I walk into a room, there's a good chance that they already know who I am, which is sounds super arrogant, but I'm there. I'm who they're there to no, see. I'm, yeah, I'm the same same way. Yeah, I so. mean same way with you. But if I walk into a room with 300 people, I'll find some people right away. Yeah. Um, if I come with a someone I work with, at well, that's out of the bag. I work. Um, yeah. What? Uh, yeah, I, you know, I can edit this shit. I have the ooh, I have the sensor beef. I have the <laughs> remember where in the show it was. Um, right. <laughs> um, yeah, I uh, I think I could handle it. No problem. I would enjoy it. I'd have fun. Back then, I feel like I did do that, and I figured mm-hmm. I feel like that's how I ended up in this de facto role of. Bar- or bar- uh, uh, I'm, I'm George Papard's uh, Hannibal, Hannibal Smith. Hannibal. Hannibal. Um, Probably. You know, the idea that um, comfort level, success level, stuff like that, all that comes into play. Um, I would love the opportunity to do it where I didn't control any of the factors. You know, like mm-hmm. I know where I'm going to travel. I know where I'm going to hang out. I know the context. I know probably most of the people in there only from a general sense. But it'd be kind of fun to just be, it'd be like John bringing me to one of his shows with the whole group of the musicians, which has happened, and I don't know mm-hmm. anybody, and I can carry on a pretty decent conversation, I think. Oh, I yeah. think I'd enjoy myself. I don't, you know, if there's beer there, great. If there isn't, I think I'm fine. But um, right, I'd have to figure out whether or not I would draw anything from those that would turn into lasting friendships like hey man we should really catch up after this and actually mean it mm-hmm. right 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 i yeah. just don't know how that how that plays in so um yeah yeah i can see that coming out of necessity sometime um uh, there's a group of guys that will get with get together every i don't know once in a while maybe twice a year that the last nursing facility i worked in um, it was a good-sized therapy team, but we were severely uh, – the, the gender disparity was huge. So there were five of us guys on a team of 14 that we had to get away from the estrogen. So we mm. we started having mandates, and that was another story because, one, we had something to uh, uh, something to talk about besides just work, and we just wanted to get away. So, yeah, we haven't done it done that in a while but uh, that was almost friends of necessity as opposed to even friends of convenience right makes sense did i did i successfully use or correctly use disparity you did maybe but the crux yeah. of it is that you need to use <laughs> it again before the end of the episode otherwise there's that's a dramatic disparity between contributions that you've made and words that you've said so, 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 so,
Yeah, you also said curmudgeon earlier. Yeah, you did say curmudgeon. That was a good one, I, too. I did like curmudgeon. Uh, yeah. That is a $5 word right there. Yeah, yeah you know what? I also like cumbersome. Mm. It's a lot of C I think words. Coming... A lot of C words. Okay, get get your uh, button ready to edit that one, Jay. I can't use the word cumbersome without going 7 Mary 3. I just can't. I just can't <laughs> yeah, true. It's going to be, yeah. And you yeah. kind of have to almost have to say it like they sing it. Let's uh let's wrap this episode by hanging everybody out to dry. Nice. We'll do a little bit on You go first. You go first. I'll go first. Here we go. <laughs> Jumping off the building. We going we so we're gonna we're gonna wrap this up by um seeing how far reaching our um our connections remain to this day. Our social media reach, and that is simply this. A friend that you had for a specified or unspecified amount of time in your life that you're still connected with somehow through the social channels that you wouldn't mind reconnecting with, and hell, maybe even bringing them on the podcast because we're running out of ideas. (laughs) (laughs) Who would I want? Oh, um, I bet I bet you all are thinking somebody, and I would pick somebody else. Um, I actually kind of would still am working on either uh, Daryl Midoff, okay, um, Steve Gorton. I would like to oh. connect with. He, uh, I've talked with him off and on a few times over the years. <laughs> I learned that Roberto Renteria lives here in Portage. Um, there is a little pocket somewhere yeah. in our area of like a ton of Waverly graduates. Right. Mm. Right. I do have the one person that's probably the on un- a un- unobtainable. Unobtainable. Ooh. Michael 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 Lee Michael Michael unobtainable. <laughs> and uh, that would be uh Brian. I I would just kind of oh. love to chat huh? and see what he's been up to. I don't think that's ever going to happen, but I, that's my my uh, thoughts. How about uh, Lance? How about you? Um, I don't know if anybody that is in my past that I'm still connected with um, that, that you know I wish I um, you know could get on the podcast or you know touch base with. But one person that I've that I've throughout the years I've always kind of tried just you know looking looking up and always you know look up on classmates or you know something that I'd. I'd like I'd like to be able to connect somehow just to see how they're doing, but um, would be uh, Jenny Johnston um, from middle school. Jenny Johnston. Um, it um, I, she may have been because um, you know, she was somebody that I I was pretty really close with in I think my sixth grade year, um, and then she moved to Riverside, California, um, and I think in my seventh grade year, and um, I just. I've got a picture of her still in a um, old uh, book that it, you know that I took of her when she was in my mom's house uh, or my parents' house back then, and I just I've, I've always wanted to just connect with her and just to see because I know she um, moved to I think it was either it was either Riverside, California, or Oceanside, California, but um, I've always you know wanted to you know possibly try to reach out and see just see how if she's still around or you know or what so. Um, not to do, not to, you know, do anything. I just, she was, she was somebody that I was really, really close with back in, uh, my middle school. So. Sure. Uh, the name is super familiar. 
Uh, I don't know if I could place her, but uh, yeah, no, I totally get it. Hmm. Moody. Uh, let's see. I mean, there, there's a there's a couple of people from my extended uh, friends list that would be fun to reconnect on that. But I mean, immediately into this, I mean, probably he he was already brought up was uh, Lee Jones. Mm-hmm. That'd be a good mm-hmm. one. Yeah, would be a good one for some color commentary. Uh, I could probably get Joe Lenneman. Also, he's over on the east side. We've hung out once or twice. Um, if I could track down Corey Mike, that would be fun. Corey Mike. Corey Mike. There you go. And uh, Tucker, that rounds it about to you. Yeah, I'm gonna actually. I'm gonna pass on this one because I can't think of anything. Lame. To... Yeah, really. Lame. Um... Nobody from the past, I, yeah, that's selling a bunch of people short. I don't want to say they wouldn't contribute. But um, I'm saying they wouldn't contribute. Well, we're not, yeah, we're I, not so worried about whether or not they'd contribute or not. We're just talking about reconnecting. Oh. Yeah. I pity yeah, the fool that doesn't want to reconnect. There's a group. Uh, <laughs> there it is. There it is. <laughs> and we're out. <laughs> and and we're done. And that's a wrap. Uh, a, a group of friends that uh, I grew up with when I was living on Seaway on the other side of Lansing that uh, I I think the last time I saw any of them was at a uh, what would have been high school graduations and that's after not seeing them for probably a good six years uh, they, that would bring in some really different perspective um, one uh, yeah that would be interesting hmm. uh, three, or, three or four of them anyway there you go yeah well, for whatever it's worth for all of our listeners, both of you, um, we do have some uh, special guests coming up on, on the uh, the podcast. Um, next week, we are going to connect with one of John's friends. Um, her name is Jen Tonin. I think so. Yes. I actually haven't actually ever said it out loud. So this <laughs> this is this is we're ga- uh, this is a gaming episode. We're going to talk about games. Tabletop Here. video game. She yeah, is so I a developer, in, right? I brought in a yeah, I brought in a ringer there you for go. this oh, one. Oh, sweet! Is it a, what type of developer? She develops video games. Yes. So oh, I've got a, I got a friend of mine that we used to work for Epic Games. Oh, Epic? oh yeah. Activision. No, it's no, it's Epic. Konami. Um, I think it used to be Epic here. Um, yeah, they, Epic. They're, 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 Epic based, they're based Fortnite. out of Morrisville. They're based in uh, Cary, North Carolina. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They are uh, bazillion tricatillionaires. Yeah. Um, they're not doing too terrible. Um, and then the following week, which actually is the last episode I have scheduled for right now until we come up with some new topics, uh, a roundabout friend of mine from uh, from Kalamazoo through M Live, and now is the uh, social media director for Bell's Brewery. <laughs> Um, uh, guy by the name of Fritz Klug, uh, great guy. Um, nice. We'll talk Sweet. beer. We'll talk. We'll talk social media. We'll talk. Uh, we'll talk uh, growing up and living in the same town that you grew up in, and because uh, none of us actually do that, right? We're all outside right. of that world. So right. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll need. We'll need to all grab a Bell's beer then. Well, I really wanted to have it live at bells but that would be john and i hammered and you guys going what, what are they saying <laughs> <laughs> you, yeah. you, don't know, you, you don't know what you're talking about yeah the crazy 
crazy thing is, though, is I can't anymore. drink Bells that much anymore. It's one of those that I get, like, the hangover immediately. Like, I finish one, and it's like I get that hangover, and it's like, wait a second, I didn't earn this. <laughs> right. So, needless to say, I am actually tasking the y'all. Okay. With, topics. Uh, topics and people, uh, connect with whomever. I mean, we were able to successfully pull friends from the past. Um, Josh has been on a few episodes. I definitely want to get Josh back on. We grabbed Kevin from the middle of the ocean. We had Marcus. Uh, we've had yeah, Burrow we for a couple out. times. You know? Yeah, we gotta keep yeah. uh, keep Kevin in the uh, you know because they're getting hit pretty bad right now. So. Yeah, yeah. I think I saw a text though that said he was doing okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so, so, like yeah so far be, so good. Yeah, it right looks now. like it's gonna be hit you know yeah. today and tomorrow. So gotcha. Mm. They're probably they're probably in the middle of it right now. But uh, so. twenty one hours ago, we're safe and prepared. We're gonna hunker down. We got almond butter. We got almond butter. Yeah. Some champagne. That's, that's the way to do it. There you go. Way to do it. My thanks for episode 32 to, to John, to Lance, and Andy for. Uh, that was deeper, but it was fun. We had some fun yeah, on that nice. one. Um, you appreciate your time. Appreciate your contributions. And for those who can join us, we will be recording again next week. Episode 33. Next week. That's it. So, uh, gentlemen, appreciate you. And we'll talk to you in the next one. All right. Thanks, man. See ya. Yeah.